0: From a young age, women are taught to be mothers. Girls often get the dolls, while the boys get some type of Lego set, or a truck. Along with the dolls usually comes a playhouse, and then comes a kitchen set. And if you're anything like me at the age of 10, then comes the obsession with folding a sweater underneath your T-shirt, prancing around like an eight-month pregnant woman. Please don't judge, I was 10. Not deliberately, I think, but subconsciously, we are primed to be mothers, to take care of people. I mean, most women I know are nurturing and warm, which I find to be a very beautiful trait. Eventually, after one event or the other, some decide to become mothers, while others choose a life that does not include children. So, welcome and get comfortable as we fill our cups in motherhood. If you asked my mom what her greatest accomplishment is, she would look at you with a smile on her face as she digs through the family album, showing you a picture of my siblings and I, and not a cute picture either. Definitely not one of those Instagram-worthy ones. It's the kind of picture you take with silly props because we were young and silly props made family pictures fun. She would tell you how her first child is now a wife, how she's so proud of her second child and how scared she is that her baby is going off to college. She's practically an empty nester at this point. She'd tell you this with a smile on her face in one minute and tears the next. The tears would come from a place of fear and anxiety. My favorite question to ask my mom over the years is, why do you worry so much? And each time as I ask it, whether I'm 13 or 20, though my age changed, her answer never faltered. You will not understand until you have children of your own. No matter how grown you are, you're all just still my babies. Understandably so. I won't understand until I have children of my own. Raising three black children in America is not an easy fit for a single mother who had no help, although I doubt it'd be any different if my parents were together and there was ample help. I mentioned earlier how girls are essentially primed to be mothers. As much as I enjoyed playing dress the doll and tea time with my Barbie, I think my maternal instinct died after I cut all her hair and popped her head off. And if that didn't kill off my maternal instinct, Seeing the endless mistreatment of black boys and girls around the world definitely did. Now, don't get me wrong, I love children. I'm just indifferent to having them, especially knowing that their lives are not regarded the same way others are. It would be ignorant of me to believe that there is a price tag when it comes to the life of a black child. I'd be ignorant to think having a certain amount of money or living in a certain neighborhood or being able to afford the best education for a child is somehow a repellent for a corrupt institution that sees them as nothing but target practice. I'd be ignorant if I thought having a certain status is somehow a substitute for having the, you're not like the other people talk with a child. And I'd be lying if I said, having that conversation with my little brother does not scare the life out of me. And each time that conversation does not get easier. I have somewhat become a mother to him, unknowingly. If you know me, then you know I often regard him as my best friend, despite the six-year age gap. I'd like to think I helped raise him. No, seriously, my mom calls me his second mom. I've practically raised him since I was six. So he is sort of an extension of me, in an adopted kid kind of way. And I don't say this for the sake of it, but he's literally my heart in human form. And as he goes out to college, I don't think I've ever been more scared in my life. Of course, I want him to have the best time in college, but I also want him to make it back to his dorm safe, without someone thinking he's an intruder, or a thief, or an unidentified suspect because he has on a hoodie. But fear is also crippling, and if we all lived our lives in fear, then our parents wouldn't have had us, and there wouldn't be so much blackness to be proud of. And with this pride, I am aware that my blackness informs everything around me. It is a sad reality, but it is my current one. Motherhood is so great, they practically made a whole day just to celebrate it. And every Mother's Day, my mom sheds a tear, thanking us for allowing her to be included in a day where many aren't, whether by choice or not. There is something to be said about leaving your legacy and having someone to carry it on. There is something breathtakingly beautiful about having a physical manifestation of the love you share with your partner. And loving the only person who knows the sound of your heart from the inside It's a bond that simply cannot be broken. So to the mothers out there, thank you for not letting fear stop you from bringing us brown boys and girls into this world, despite it turning us into what seems like weekly hashtags. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to live in any skin other than the one I'm currently in. Okay guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Fill My Cup. This is Fill My Cup in motherhood. Moms are truly the greatest gift on the planet. If you don't agree, well, that's just too damn bad. Though my blackness informs everything around me, I am learning to just live the life I've been given and instead allow my blackness to inform love, peace, and carefreeness. Life is already hard as it is, and I refuse to make it harder by informing what seems like daily trauma porn. On uh, a much lighter know. I know it's pretty and hot girl summer, but if you're not trying to have a pretty and hot pregnant girl summer, I'll advise you in the words from a rapper frequently known as Lil Wayne, safe sex is great sex, better wear sex. Now, if you've made it this far, thank you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. You don't have to leave, but before you go, please don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can subscribe on all major streaming platforms. I will leave a link in the description box with all the details. All right, y'all. Once again, I am your host, Yinka, and you're listening to Fill My Cup, the podcast.